Hey everybody, and welcome back to another Reset 101 episode. We have special guests in the studio today. This is perhaps one of the most important Reset 101 episodes we have ever done. Isn't that right, Meg? Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could safely um, say that. So we've got two new faces that you'll see very frequently throughout the summer um, if you're involved with us at Reset, and they're our new summer interns. Woo! Um, so this podcast is just all about getting to know them and introducing them to our students. Um, so I'm going to let them go. Um, whichever one of you wants to go first, just tell us, you know, who you are, um, where you go to school, just, just a big, like, the college intro, what you tell the new people when you meet them at college. Yeah. Uh, hey everybody, my name is Trey Helms. Um, Hi I'm, Trey Helms. Hello. Um, I'm a freshman, freshman at Mississippi State and I, uh, my major is secondary education history. So I might be one of your history teachers soon. Woo! Um, so we're excited about that. And let's see, I'm a part of the student government at Mississippi State um, for next year. So we're excited about that. And I'm also part of UIX fraternity at Mississippi State. That's me. Awesome. Hey, y'all. My name's Rachel Moore. I feel like I know a lot of y'all, but if you don't know me, hi. Um, I'm also a student at Mississippi State. I'm a sophomore, and I'm an accounting major. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of involved. I don't really know. Sorry, I don't do podcasts very much. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We didn't either until we started this. Um, but I'm a member of uh, Alpha Delta Pi over there. And I'm on the finance team of my sorority. Basically, I'm just like a huge numbers nerd. So hit me up for all your number needs. I love it. Okay, really quick. 185 times 2. Why do you put me on the spot like this? All right, all right, all right. Here's a a better one. 9 times 9. What is that? 81? Oh, my gosh. Nice. Oh my goodness. Didn't know you were Don't doing ask. math. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly a math major after that. Oh my goodness. Um, okay, yeah. So, Meg, did you... Did, I, I, I saw it. you okay, said something yeah, about come up with yeah, questions or uh, something like yeah, that. I didn't. I didn't. Hey, that's we, okay. They say a lot that I'm the most prepared in the podcast. It's just not true. I just can completely fake it. It is true. To make it seem like I'm the most prepared. You just bring in more books every time and then you look super prepared. <laughs> yeah, um, open a notebook every now and then and it really looks like you know what you're doing. I don't. Okay. I have a question. I have a question. Go for it. Okay. So, um, here's a good one. What, and this is, I guess, for anyone that just wants to get to know you guys, what made you, like, what attracted you to working in ministry this summer? Like, you know, like, what's like, you know what, I think I would want to work with the youth group this summer like what attracted you to that i guess i'll go first again um i so in my high school years and middle school years i went to river chase night methodist which is like probably like 20 minutes just the other way okay um and like i was like very involved in your youth group uh, and like just being in that like atmosphere grew me a lot as a human being um made me more confident more like just I don't know, spiritually, like, grow more, mm-hmm. uh, which, like, really helped me through high school um, and even to college. And so I wanted to have or help students that were going through the same things as me because uh, without my youth group and mentors I had, I probably wouldn't be here where I am today. So I guess pass the buck, basically. 
I like so the background noise that anyone listening might hear is the people doing yard work <laughs> outside of the windows where we're recording. Yeah. Also, I'm eating a salad, so... Lots of background noise. Too. Hey, healthy. That's healthy, though. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm trying. I'm trying to look like Trey over here. Okay. Um, so, I've been in, involved with this youth group since I was in, like, the sixth grade, and I've always seen, like, summers go, like, and everything, and summer interns come in and out, and I've always, like... Looking back at it, like, I always wanted to be, like, that person who, like, came in and developed those relationships, and for me, like, one of the, one of the interns that, like, really stood out, like, when I was growing up was Brooke Jackson. Amen. Yes. She's so great. Um, and... Yeah. We're, me and Trey are on the same page. <laughs> great, great human being. Great person that I never met. Yeah. Um, but, like... I aspire to be like her. I, I feel like a lot of people aspire to be like her. But um, I really just, she really stood out when I was, like, growing up in this youth group. And I just wanted to, like, come back and be, like, that person for uh, people going through youth group. Well, what about her stood out to you? Like, what makes you um, She's her? very, very energetic and very loving. And it, she's never met a stranger. Mm-mm. She will come up to you and just... Oh, I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the strangers that she does meet, she treats like they're not strangers. Which is like, I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, but she's a very, very loving person. And I don't know. She's just somebody that like really stood okay. out to me growing up. Cool. Super cool. Okay. Well, I have a question for you guys. Yeah, man. Please so, ask away. I love to like learn. I've gotten into like people's morning routines. Oh. Like, through college, which is like it just interests me. It's weird. I don't know. But okay. what are what are y'all's like morning routines? Like, go ahead, Meg. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to go first. You got this. <laughs> My morning routine. All right, I'm gonna be straight straight with you. I will give you what the past week has looked like for me. Okay. okay. So, I backstory. See, and here I go with the <laughs> stories. Okay. So when I first took like came over here and joined the staff here. I had a broken foot, like a broken toe. So I couldn't, like, move around. I couldn't walk and stuff. Also, COVID. So, like, all I did was, like, eat and walk. Or, like, eat and, like, get on my little knee rover scooter. You know what I mean? And then sit down here. and sit down. Yes! I fell (laughs) off of it. I I wasn't here for that. I miss the times that people fall. Angie's fallen, like, three times, and I hear it, but I never see it. My kneecap swole. It it was swollen. Okay, anyways, the point is, I didn't really get to move around a lot. So... Now that my toe's all better, I'm trying to get back into the gym and trying to be, you know, fit and just work on my working on my fitness. <laughs> um, yeah, so this past week, I wake up around 7, which is, sometimes I'll do that, sometimes I won't. But this past week, I wake up around 7, right? I sit up in my bed, and then I go, depending on if I have a headache or not, okay, I'll lay in bed for 30 minutes, or I'll get up, and I'll make a protein shake, all right? Okay. Now I make the protein, a little blueberries, a little bananas, a little bit of whey, protein in there, a little almond milk, you know, a little water. I've done, I want to, I want to try almond milk. Dude, it's, 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 oh, it's, oh, it's so great. almond milk. Is it actually never good? never go back to real dairy. Way okay. better than dairy. Okay. Dairy's not good for you. It's not, that's what I've heard too. It's that's... not good for you. People were not made to digest dairy. No, it's not good for our snacks. That's, but yeah. got that's a total. No. That's a total other podcast. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on food allergies. Yeah. So I wake up, I make the protein shake, and then somewhere in there I'll drink it, watch the Joe Rogan podcast or something. Dude. Or How I Met Your yes. Mother. Get in the shower, you know, 
Clean um, yourself. Right, clean yeah. myself. And then I usually double check my backpack, and then I drive here. And I'm usually like here about five minutes to early or five minutes late to whatever we need to be here for. <laughs> so Meg can attest to this. Yeah, that's my morning routine. Pretty basic. Nice. Pretty all over the place. I like yeah. it. Meg probably has a better one than I do. Yes? I really don't. I think, so I graduated in December, and my, my like, life routine, I could tell you every minute of every day last semester, and I'm, like, trying to create a routine for myself now because I, I fall apart if I don't have a routine. Like, I need it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last 40 days, I've been getting up at 6 and posting our devotionals to the Reset Story. So that's, like, started my day. That's a good way to start it. Like Yes. Yeah. Um, sometimes. Sometimes I get up on time. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> um, there's about five alarms that get set between 5.50 and 6.10 um, to make sure that I wake up. And then I usually go back to sleep for, like, another hour. And then I'll get up. I told you you should have gone first. I, <laughs> no, I told you you should have gone first. <laughs> and then I'll get up and I'll go start a pot of coffee and then get myself ready for the day, and then... And do you make trades on the stock market, too? <laughs> no. Goodness gracious, <laughs> Not, Meg. No. Um, and then I'll probably drink a cup of coffee while I get ready, pour my second cup of coffee, get in my car, and drive here. And the last week, I've been five minutes late every single day because I drastically underestimate the amount of time it takes to get here. Mm. So... Yeah, ma'am. And I live the closest. Like, I have literally no excuse to be late. I, li- I like, live, like, seven minutes away, and I'm always late. It's fine. We're working on it. I don't have that much time left. Maybe I'll make that my goal is to be on timer early for the next month. Yeah, ma'am. So. But that's my morning routine. Super simple. That's us. Yeah. So, thanks for asking. Appreciate it. Yeah. Greatly. Oh, I'm, yeah, I need to put my mask. Salad. Um, okay. Yeah, so... How about, like, I really don't know what to ask you guys. Like, I, Meg, you, you've been here a long time. This is, like, your culture. I live you know here. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So what do you think, like, are important qualities that make interns and or something? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think are, like, important qualities that make good interns here? Um, interns at different churches need different qualities. It's a different yeah, culture, right? Yeah. I think our summer intern teams have been so different every year. Um and we've gone, what started as a one to two intern system moved to like a four intern system. And then now we're back to two, which I think two can be really cool. Um, it's a lot of responsibility. I don't say that to scare y'all, but like, that's the reality of it. It is. Um, you're running a whole ministry for three months of the summer. Pretty much. <laughs> which is wild. Um, but I think what'll be cool coming from an outside perspective, like, I think you'll be able to add things that people who grew up in this ministry won't because like we just know what goes on and like we know what's routine and like we don't like we don't try to add new things because we don't know new things um because like when I was when I was a summer intern five years ago um like I just looked at what the interns the past year did and I'm like okay well that worked let's do that and just keep doing the same thing but I think the summer is such a cool time to get to know students personally. Like it's, that's like our fellowship centered season of ministry. Um, 
I, Joe and Caitlin came up with this very eloquent, like each season is dedicated to different things and I have no idea what it is, but summer's the fun time. Um, and you don't have kids who are worried about school. So you've got the kids that come in just like with more of their guard down, they're not stressed. They're not anxious. They don't have a million things on their plate. And so you get to see them and interact in their lives in a place where they're just looking to have fun and like chill and relax and not worry about things. And my, my favorite part about ministry is getting to know the kids personally. Like that is why I'm here. I'm here for the kids. And so summer's my favorite time because that's, all that you have to do like you get to run around and be crazy with them at tribes like you get to go on mission trips and mission days with them you know they come in for fun days and you just literally get to chill with all of the kids and it's so fun but I think just having interns that have that heart of fellowship is so important like yes like we're here to like show them more of Jesus and to share the gospel with them but like how cool that the way that we get to do that is starting off by having fun with them and like getting that like firsthand relationship with them, which is like why I'm so close with so many of the kids still is like those summers are so key in getting to know them, meet them where they're at. And then you get to build that relationship onward. That was a lot of words. Why do we ever let me talk? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, are you, what are you looking forward to the most then? Like in your time here, what are you looking forward to the most? <clears throat> I mean, I'll just piggyback off of what Meg said. Like, one of my favorite things is developing relationships with people. So, I'm definitely looking forward to just, like, hanging out with everybody, getting to know them. Especially because I, last year I really wasn't, or last summer I wasn't involved in the youth group. So, it's really been, like, two years since I've been here. And so I'm really excited to meet like all those new people and like continue to grow the relationships that I had, like when I was in youth group and everything. Yeah. Uh, I coming to a new place was very like attractive to me, uh, just cause I was going to think about interning at my home church, um, which I would have been like Rachel and known a lot of the kids. Um, but I'm excited for the new challenge of getting to know like new kids and, um, knowing their story and like, I don't know. The reason I love ministry so much is just because, like, I used to think, oh, I'm going to come to this place and, like, change these kids or, like, change this culture or whatever. Um, but, like, it's literally just the opposite. Like, I know, like, yeah, I'm going to grow a lot from, like, my coworkers, but, like, I'm going to learn the most from the students that I, like, meet. Um, and they don't even know, like, how much they impact the people that are supposed to be there to help them. Um, so I'm just really excited for that and just a new kind of era, I guess. Just coming to a new place and new people. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Youth ministry is like, it's like this weird place. Because it's, I mean, obviously it's a di it's different from children's ministry. But it's also different from adult ministry. You know, it's like, you kind of, and when you're facilitating these things, it's like, you're kind of like jumping back in to where you were. When I you mean, were I in feel youth. like I'm still yes. 17 years old. And <laughs> yes. That's just not the reality. It's a dangerous reality mm -hmm. to live in. But... <laughs> Literally, you just like have to dive in. You're like, yeah, I have a middle school brain again. I have a high school brain again. Exactly. You just run around with them. Yeah, because I mean, how else are you gonna relate with people unless you like jump back to the? Yeah, I exactly. Know. I don't know. That's why they'd always put me on the middle school bus for trips <laughs> where we had to drive places. They're like, yeah, you can just yeah. jump in. Like, yeah, awesome. Yeah. Love I know. it. They used to do that with me too, and then I started thinking somewhere along the way, I was like, is it a problem that 
you know, like, I get along with middle schoolers so well. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there... Like, am is I there so immature? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because people my age right now are like, you know, they're... Some of them are stressed about 401ks and stuff like that. And stock markets and just, other ones are making, like, a whole pot of coffee in the morning. You know? It's the best way to start your day. Other than being in the word, it's the best way to start your day. Oh, uh, literally. Um, okay, so... Y'all both grew up in a youth group. Give us just like your favorite part of youth group when you were growing up or just something that's like still impactful to today on your lives. Like, cause I think y'all like, I think youth group experiences are somewhat similar across the board, but growing up in two separate youth groups, I think it'll be cool to see the difference in like what you found impactful I'm also terrible at ending a thought. That's what we've found out <laughs> from this podcast. So just bear with me. Go for it. I know for me, uh, like I love big events and like like Discovery Weekend or whatnot. But for me, it's uh, the smaller stuff. Like I'm, the most probably the most impactful moment of like my career in uh, youth group was my freshman year. Um, and I like really wasn't like plugged into the youth group at all, and like mm-hmm. kind of like I was a kid that like my parents were like go to church because like God and stuff. And you had to, like, yeah, learn that. go to church and the devil will get you. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. And like of course I was like, oh, like you're old, you don't know what you're talking about, like <laughs> whatever. Um, but I go there and uh, I'd never. So funny story. So I'd, I'd, at that point, I'd never been in the restaurant Chipotle before. Which if you know me. And I hope, I'll say this now. I love Chipotle. It's my favorite okay. restaurant. Chipotle. I think it's better than Moe's. So, hot take. Oh. Yeah. You might have just offended some of our yeah, students. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> you say it's better than Moe's? I, I think it is. Mo's. It is offensive. Just but. to let you know, we go to Moe's like every Sunday night after you. Uh, well, We're not asking you to change yourself, but <laughs> change yourself. <laughs> hey, there's five guys right there. You don't have to conform to the Moe's loving. That's I right. hate Moe's. Um, but... One of the, I think, juniors in, at that time I was like, yeah, Trey, like, we just had, like, a, a event. And he was like, yeah, me and some juniors are going to go eat at Chipotle. And, of course, I'm a freshman, so I was like, oh, I don't think I should go. Like, I'm, a, yeah. I'm like really old, and I'm mm-hmm. not. Um, but he was like, no, 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 come on, come on. Uh, and so I ended up going, and, like, that's kind of when I found those, like, kids in my youth group that weren't, like, 25 that like I could like look up to um, and they like kept like pouring into me uh, and they're kind of like the starting point of when I was like really wanting to go to youth group and like was excited to go mm-hmm. um, so like I'm excited for like I guess eating those even though it's not as good as Chipotle or Zaxby's really like Zaxby's too I know mm-hmm. that's near here but I'm really excited just like those small moments of like Meg said like just like fellowship because uh, I don't know when you have those big events, you can sometimes get lost in those instead of just, like, focusing on, like, I don't know, the stuff that, I don't know, students care that you want to know them. Right. So. Right. Um, so, I, like, right now I'm just, like, reminiscing on, like, my whole youth group experience. Um, I'd say, like, maybe until I was, like, in high school, I mostly just, like, came to youth group for my friends that I had in the youth group. I know that sounds so bad. But, like, you, you have to understand, like, my if my friend group was, like, that really loud, obnoxious, like, mm. sixth grade girls that would, like, keep <laughs> you up at night. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I've been here. <laughs> and that doesn't sound bad, by the way. Like, the whole point of, like, yeah. youth ministry is to find fellowship but, with people. Uh, so. And that then, also just is sixth grade girls most of the time. Yeah. 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 You're either so quiet and you don't want anyone to see you, or you're screaming and running around like a maniac. <laughs> yeah, so, like, There's I would... It's half the same as sixth grade boys. I know. Like, oh, half the time yeah. I was, like, running <laughs> around this church. Yeah, probably. I would say it is. <laughs> half the time I was running around this church, like, with a, like, with a chicken with his head, with his head cut off. Whoa, um, whoa, 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 whoa. What? What? With a chick, like a chicken with its head cut off? No, that's not a normal thing. You just slip into a sentence. Yes. <laughs> that's a normal thing. Oh wait, oh, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Victor, I'm, you're, you're you saying, and your phrases I love. I'm, 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 I'm thinking you're saying I'm running around the church with a chicken <laughs> with its head cut off. <laughs> not, not, no. but it might be like some high key heresy or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Blasphemy. Is yeah. what I mean, I know, but you're saying you used to run around like a chicken. Like a chicken with my head cut off. Oh, is that a that metaphor or a simile? Sorry. I was going to get confused. Like, I don't know, man. It's like or as a simile, right? I don't yeah, go I think to, that's a simile. Hey, okay. I don't go to Mississippi State. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know this high, high education. Hey, by the way, how did we not mention that? What school do you both go to? Oh, we, yeah, we said that already. Oh, oh. <laughs> God, but they do. Sorry. They both go to Mississippi State. Yeah. Um, ironically, we go to the same church and same small group, but it's that's fine. a really good story. We should tell that after. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I wait, wait. I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. You had a chicken you in your hand. Yeah. yeah okay. Sorry. Bloody chicken. Yeah. Um, but Which like as <laughs> as I kept like growing up and stuff, um, I realized like people like. I don't know where I'm going with this. Gosh. You got it. Um, <laughs> but it was just like, looking back, I, like, I still don't know where I, goodness gracious, please don't. What was, <laughs> in, what was the most impactful oh, thing there we about go. Reset for you? Um, honestly, just like, again, like just the relationships I built. Cause like, I have some longtime friends that like, I will never stop being friends with them. Like, I literally just texted uh, my, one of my really, really good friends, Harper Dunaway, before I was here, uh, just checking in with her and seeing how she's doing. But it was definitely more of, like, the relationship base, because, like, he, looking back at Asbury, there really wasn't. You had to, like, find somebody, because, like, it, As, Asbury Youth Group was, like, very, like, it changed all the time, because we had, like, a different youth, it seemed like we had a different youth minister every year. But, <laughs> so you really had to, like... It was more of, like, you had to stay, like, with your friends and not, like, attached to, like, an adult or, like, the youth minister because, I don't know. For me, it just, like, felt like it was ever-changing. But, um, yeah, I guess the relationships that I've built, like, over the years, that's been, like, the most impactful thing that I can really, like, say that you, that this youth group gave me. Yeah, that's know. great. I think a lot of people can say that about... Like, I mean, obviously, like, y'all both were mm -hmm. impacted by the people around you or the people older than you. And I think, I mean, that's, I feel like that's also my story of, like, why I, I mean, if it weren't for Brandon Lazar, who was our youth pastor ages ago, so I'm so old, um, like, before, <laughs> be like, I can just walk you through the track, like, no, it was you... Joe and Caitlin, and then Joe and the other Caitlin, and then it was Moose and Joe and Jesse, and then it was Moose and Maggie, and then it was Moose and Liz, and then it was Liz and Robert, and then it was Robert, and it was Robert and Brandon, and then it was just Brandon. Like, that's how far back we go. 
this is my time. But also, like, Ben Nelson was, like, thrown in there, oh, like, every, every once in a while. Uh, yeah, good, good father, all the time. <laughs> Gosh. Just me and Rachel reliving our Asbury moments here. Don't mind us. But <laughs> y'all are doing great. Great sports. Thank you. Um, but, I mean, I think that's something that Asbury has been so great at, is, like, having those people that see you and those people that reach out to you because... The, I don't know. I don't know why, but it's always a revolving door of like the people in charge, and so having those people to form relationships with around you is so important because they're the people that last. Like they're the people. They're the people that you will stick with through it all and through you know into college after you're done with your time here. But fellowship is so important. Right. Again, I'm bad at yeah, ending no. thought, so that was the end of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, okay, this is, I want to I wanna switch gears up a little bit here, okay? Perfect. Meg? There is no direction now, to this Now, podcast. this is what me and, me and Meg, you know, we've been working together for a while now, okay? And I feel like we've, we are both now, like, in a comfortable position where, like, like Meg handles things, which, most things, <laughs> and then I handle my things, and, like, you know, we kind of, so... I don't know. That's not what I wanted to say. Basically, me and Meg are going to do a little improvisation here, if you're okay with this, okay? Sure. Scenario, all right? I'm going to ask Trey first, and then and then we just go back and forth, okay? Or both of you. We're just going to go both of you. Okay. Scenario, okay? You're outside. There's an intense, intense ultimate Frisbee game going on, okay? You're leading your team, and your team... Is losing, but you're coming up close. You know you're gonna you, you could beat the other team. You know you it's intense. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, a young youth comes up to you and says, "Hey, I cut my finger. I need help." Right? How bad is this cut? Is this an intense cut? It's, or is hey, it a... it's improvisation. Okay. What do you do? Okay. What do you now? Keep keep in mind, your team needs to be led to victory, but there's a youth that has a cut on their finger. Now, obviously, you're in events. There's other adults outside. But what do you do? They came up to you. What do you do? Go. I throw a bomb touchdown, and then I wake up the kid, and then run him to a uh, medical area. A medical area. <laughs> I like the answer. That's a good answer. You know why? Because you didn't abandon your team, but you also took care of the child. Yes. Oh gosh. Now I feel like. Knowing me, I'm, like, very much, like, a mother type of person. Okay. So I will, like, attend to this kid, and I will abandon my team. But what about the game? (laughs) (laughs) There's probably other people on my team that are better than me, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. I like this. I like this. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Well, obviously, I'd win the game first. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, what I would do, okay, okay, scenario, right? I would take off my medical backpack, all right? Oh, so you're I playing would, with it on. Well, duh. Okay. You always got to be prepared. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's youth ministry. <laughs> no, in reality, like, uh, yeah, I'd be like, hey, man, all right, let me see it. I would judge based on how my father used to judge my injuries. And I would smack it and see. I was about to say, you're going to flick it or something. I would say, now does that hurt? And if they said yes, then I'd be like, all right, now this is serious. And I would either go find Angie, if she was there, or I would, you know, take them to a medical area and slap a band-aid on it and say, throw some dirt in it next time and finish the game, right? No, I mean, I would be more caring than that. But the game's important. I'd be more caring than that. The essence here is that the game is important. 
and so is the child. And it's a catch-22, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like no matter what you say, it's like a lose-lose. My team would be winning, so I wouldn't have... Yeah. Even though though I said the team losing, losing, though. Yeah, but my (laughs) team would be winning. (laughs) Because I like Ultimate Frisbee. I love love Ultimate Frisbee. Frisbee. Look at that. Look at what we discovered, Meg. Okay, Meg, your scenario. Throw it out there. Oh, I'm giving them a scenario. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, let me think. See, I should have had time. First thing that comes to mind. First thing that comes to mind. Improvisation. You got it. I, this is why I don't act. I can't do improv. <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> um, okay. This one will happen to you more than likely. Um, first night of tribes, kid comes with like six friends. They all want to be on the exact same tribe, yes. which happens to already be the one that is overloaded and stacked with athletes. What do you do? Do you know what tribes is, by the way? I think it's just like okay. I'm I'll just like you right green yeah. tribe right now. Uh huh. Or black tribe when I was leaders. Great, we loved it. Um, <laughs> no more black tribe. Um, but I think I was the last so tribes year. is our massive summer event. We have weekly competitions. You have four different colors, and you sort all of our students onto those four tribes. We try to like balance it by ability, age. And gender. Do a draft. We did do a draft one year and it was wonderful. Everyone was mad because (laughs) one team was stacked. But I'm sorry I used my brain in picking students. Whatever. (laughs) Um, But it's a big controversy because there's always, 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 always one tribe that's like half middle school girls. Because... They're like all nobody else, nobody yeah. else shows up, but they're all friends. Yes. You know, like we start the tribes, <laughs> we start the tribes off very balanced. Like that's very strategic. We don't ever stack it. It's not rigged. Tribes is never rigged. Hear us say that. But it always, there's always the one tribe that like the high school boys bring all of their friends, and so there's all of the athletic kids here. And then there's the middle school girls here. It's like, I don't know what to do. Why is that like what you. I would do though? Like as a high school boy? <laughs> I mean, well, it's strategic, you know, because we do like to put people with their friends, but there will always be a scenario where one group comes to you and goes, we all want to be on the same tribe. They're my friends. Can they be with us? <laughs> and then what do you do? Ooh. Oh, okay. So I know one year. It was like, again, no, keep no, in no, mind. No, 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 not one year. This is what do you do now? No, no. I have to give you your previous experience. <laughs> okay. But I have to keep in mind that, like, we were middle school girls. Um, <laughs> we were middle school girls. We were that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we all wanted to be, like, on the same tribe, but, like, for some reason it, ne- it didn't happen. Like, we all kind of, it was like kind of like two to three to each tribe. I feel like that's kind of how I would be, but I feel like there would always be that one person that's left out because there's always that one person that's left out. Oh, yeah. Um, You're never going to make everybody happy. Oh, exactly. Especially not with tribes. No. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm going to try and make this year, like, since we didn't have tribes last year, like, try and make this year as fair as possible because I feel like people will come at me and want to kill me if not. (laughs) Not really, but, like, tribes gets intense. (laughs) I'm yeah. loving this idea right now. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds really fun. Um, Tribes is great. I would probably yeah. That's I would I probably ask them to be like, okay, which one of you like, do you know your like, if they all know each other really well, then I'd be like, all right, just do twos and like split them up by twos. Yeah. Um, or like if it was like, this guy's his first time and like the friend that brought him like has been your first whole life, I'd be like, I'll right, put you all two together and everyone else like, split up. Good answer. Um, Good. 
Because if there's always that, because I wouldn't put him on the team that like was like jacked, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what, I was like that. That'd be okay. my only rule. Also, well, yeah, there was like a huge group of guys that came, and there was that team of just like that only middle school girls showed up. I would probably maybe give them to them. Yeah. Get some nice distribution going. Yeah. Yeah. Good thoughts. Good thoughts. Preparing you for real life situations. <laughs> Great scenarios. Yeah, my situation is. I guess it is real it's, life. No, it's yeah. It's, Someone's gonna get hurt during an intense oh. round of tribes. The, no, the pressure is off of y'all though because there will be four leaders. Hopefully, we're trying to hit four for each tribe that they will go to first, and then that leader will come and pull you, and you'll go. Okay, cool. I have to deal with this. Oh my gosh, no. Which, if you need the first aid kits, they're in the back right corner of that <laughs> closet. I put them there. Yeah, she organized the closet. <laughs> Yet another thing that Meg handles. That Meg handles. <laughs> I still have not labeled everything. It'll all be labeled by the time you're here. Yeah, wow. I didn't that's know that. Something, that's something. I, see, I didn't even know that. <laughs> you understand? So. We used to have, so before the youth department moved to this side of the building, it used to be on what's the adult wing of the building. Okay. And one of those like back back classrooms that has no windows. It used to be a storage closet that used to have all of our youth stuff. And the first year that I was an intern, when I was a summer intern, that was like the big intern project was organize the closet. So you're welcome. It's done. Um, Thank you. <laughs> but... Every year it would have to be reorganized. And when Joe came on like first, he found this app that the whole church was supposed to use for every closet that we have that would tell you where something was on what shelf and the amount of it that we had. And like you had to go into the app and check it out when you took it off the shelf so people would know who had it last, which was great. Mm. I was like, this is brilliant. I love this level of organization. It was an expensive app, so we didn't keep using it. And then the closet got so disorganized but I was like I love this I love knowing exactly where these things are who had them last how many of them we have and that makes tribes super easy because if you're like we need 16 of these balls and we have 14 okay we only need two we don't need to do an Amazon order of 20 yeah saves Mm. us money too I love organization we should yeah we should do a little uh (laughs) inventory like checkout chart you know, I thought about it, and then I started counting the pins, and I got to about 200. I said, nope, um, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> no more. Maybe, maybe. No more. <laughs> it's a little too much. Yes. All right, guys. Well, um, is there anything else that you would like to say? Any other messages you would like to send to our listeners? Hmm. I'm just excited for this summer, man. I think we've gone, gone, we've all gone through like a ton of stuff. Yeah. And I think it'd be a good time just to reset. Ooh. And, uh, uh, there it is. Cool points. And, uh get back to there it is. I don't know, relaxing life yeah man I feel you there I feel you there yeah no I'm hoping that this summer will be as normal as possible just I mean with everything going on I'm ready to get back to the way life used to be even though it's gonna be hard but yeah cool well guys um welcome to reset student reset student ministry yeah. happy you're here Thank you. And I'm also jealous because we won't get to do tribes. But you guys are going <laughs> to hold down the fort. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, guys, if you are still listening, thank you so much for listening, as always. And thank you for being you. Reset out. Bye, guys. Hey, everybody. Quick announcement before you go. If you want to follow along with us during our Lent study, you can. All you have to do is download the Bible app and go to the lesson titled Journeying with Jesus.
If you don't want to download that app, that's okay. You can find a link to the lesson on our website at asburyreset.org or you can go to Instagram and see as we post every single week for our Lenten study on our Instagram page, Asbury Reset. Alrighty guys, thank you so much. See ya.